Amazing is not about me. My name is Amy Mukendi Jr. It's amazing that we are even connected on this interview right now. It's a, it's amazing that through COVID-19, people are still able to be on a purpose, finding ways to make money, make ends meet, be happy. That's amazing. It's amazing that any of us were ever born. The chances of being that one sperm that gets through is one in a trillion, let alone to connect with the egg through conception. That's what it means to be amazing. And that's what I want people to understand and take away. Our next guest is Amy Mokinde Jr., the author of the book, Everyone Needs a Hero, Why Can't It Be You? Sir Amazing, as he is called, personal mission statement is follow God, be a leader, live without fear, believe in yourself, carry your family's name with honor, trust the process, help everyone you can. His website, siramazing.com. That's S-I-R-A-I-M-E-Z-I-N-G. Email siramazing at gmail.com. Instagram, instagram.com slash siramazing. Facebook, facebook.com slash siramazing. Twitter, twitter.com slash siramazing. He's also on Linktree, evanbride.com. Hope you enjoyed this great interview. Hey guys, buckle up for a new episode in Men of Purpose Talks, a podcast that will help you break the limitations in your life, which allows you to be a happier and more fulfilled you. Each week, we deliver the best hard-biting analysis from a range of topics with guests from around the world. I am your host, R. Irvin Padia. I love the name of your book title, Everyone Needs a Hero, but it didn't just stop there. Why can't it be you? It's powerful. It's powerful. I'm, I'm picturing myself in need of a hero. I'm picturing myself in that, in that place, probably undecided, not sure of myself. So I need a hero. But then you are coming and asking me, why can't it be you? Tell me about that title. Where did it come from? I think it's a phrase that we all need to hear. Everyone needs a hero. Why can't it be you? A hero shifts based off circumstances, based off a situation. Sometimes you're a hero to someone who needs the shoulder to cry on. Other times, they're the hero to you when you need that same shoulder. A hero is the person who stops because there's a car stopped on the side of the road and they give that person or that stranger a jump or a ride to the gas station or make sure that their car gets to the auto shop so it gets fixed. That's a hero. Hero is the son or daughter who gives mom or dad a hug when mom or dad, mom or dad are going through one of their most stressful 
emotionally draining times in life. So the whole premise of the book is really to remind everyone how amazing every single individual is and how we sometimes put heroes in the categories of Black Panther or Batman or Superman or Wonder Woman. But a hero is actually someone that you see every single day and every single person can be a hero in their own way. How do you, in, in your work as a motivational speaker, get your audience to stop being in need to start becoming the hero? How do you go about that transition? Ultimately, I don't do anything. I am simply an individual vessel that is is here to help evoke what's already within. The kingdom is within. Everything that we've ever needed is already within every single one of us. I just try to get people to pull it out. Pull it out. Don't hide the genie in the bottle. It's, it's, it's already there. So all the answers to our questions are really within. Uh, I just, I posted something about this and then I also was able to read something uh, read a new book where it talks about goals are really not about the goal itself. It's about who we have to become in order to achieve those goals. In this time of pandemic, social distancing, has your um, expertise, your job criteria, has it been harder at this time to, to motivate others? So last year, I made an agreement with one of my one of my mentees that I would no longer use terms like tougher, rougher, harder, easier. I would use terms. I would use the term uncomfortable. But the irony is, is that COVID nineteen allowed me to work on myself better, and it's kind of been a chamber to now then be released back into the world as things start to pick back up at a slower pace. So I would say it refocused and caused a realignment for me to understand the flaws that I may have had or the strengths that I need to strengthen, the weaknesses I need to improve on that really is now going to allow me when interacting and engaging with people to better serve. And you are serving your community uh, you are an entrepreneur. Tell us about tell us about your entrepreneurial uh, skills and your ventures. Uh, you said serving the community and tell you about what? You are you are a community leader. You serve your community in terms of building building young people, building the minds of people to becoming heroes. But you're also an entrepreneur. Tell us about that. How do you uh, how do you blend both of them? Ah, uh, copy. See, well, you, you got a little bit of an accent, so I was like, "What were you saying? You're saying entrepreneur." So I got you. Yes, <laughs> yes, uh, yes. So, I mean, from a business standpoint, right now, of course, I would want to have more revenue, but I also understand there's more more value that I need to be able to add and bring in order to achieve that new revenue, that more revenue. But what I've really been focusing on right now is I'm producing a documentary on healthy masculinity and this is a documentary gets me really excited because it's hitting 
exactly on something that in the United States we're dealing with on a mass level, healthy masculinity for an African-American man. So this documentary is based off a project that I partnered with Cornell University and the New York State Department of Health to really facilitate and have young men take surgeries between the ages of 12 and 14. And I get the liberty of, I had the liberty better yet because we're getting, you know, we're in post-production now, but I had the liberty of interviewing different coordinators within the realms of that project. But then I also had the opportunity to interview some different influencers in the field of health, relationships, as far as healing goals, and from a financial aspect to talk about what is it like to really be a black man in that in that realm when it comes to healthy masculinity. And then also to top it off with the relevancy of a situation like George Floyd, be able to have that open commentary is uh, something that's extremely, uh, it's liberating. And, and that's really been from a business aspect, my, my main focus at this particular time. That, that sounds very interesting. Um, it's, it's a powerful venture that you're doing because, you know, young men, a lot of young men, they are without mentors, they're without guidance. And uh, somebody like you partnering with the organization that you're doing this with, that should be a really, really great, great venture. You are an influencer, but who do you get your influence from? <laughs> Honestly, I'm a very spiritual individual. I, I think a lot of things are, are divined and understanding that I have to have a lot of conversations with God. He's put a lot of great people in my life who have empowered, inspired, helped, encouraged me to pursue the goal, the mission, the dream. But I know that he put me here for a reason. And, and, and to speak on, when we talk about everyone needs to hear why can't it be you, I open the book up with the section Demons, where I talk about all these different circumstances and situations that, I, that I've encountered and have gone through that a lot of people can relate to that have ultimately led me to uh, the process right now where it's constantly an idea of motion of how can I let his light shine through me and how can I confidently with humility appreciate each moment, each opportunity. So I know you asked probably looking for some specific names. I feel like I would be doing a, a disjustice to anyone if I wasn't able to name all the, the lovely people you sent my way that have helped me. So you... You're a very spiritual person. You tend to seek counsel from God. And, and as you said, you believe each person has everything that they need already inside of them. And you are just using your gifts to pull it out. There are people that don't believe what you're saying. They believe that they need to get it in a book, or I need to probably study, or, or, or somebody probably need to lay their hands on me to, 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 to become alive. Um, but what you're saying is so powerful, because as, as, as children of God, as children that were created by God, each one of us have giftings in us. 
and you have a gift and the gift that you use is the gift of motivation the, the gift of the spoken word so you're using your, your words in terms of speaking or in terms of writing to get whatever gift that people have inside of them out um do you have any like testimonies or any any people that you have directly impacted that you saw um, a change that you could speak of? It's such an interesting question because sometimes there's a lens and a mindset that there's so much work to do that I don't necessarily look back at some of the work that has been done. Uh, uh, I have a group of young men that I look at like little brothers where I can check in with them from time to time. And, and when they tell me, oh, I'm leaving my job to go to a new job, which is one of my mentees who just started a new gig this month doing something. And I kind of, we've kind of been having a conversation probably for the last year honestly, and I've been kind of stressing to him, like, I understand it's frustrating. Just vent to me. I'm going to listen. Here's why it may be beneficial to stay at this company. So hearing the story of, okay, now he's going on to that next step and he started something new and we talked about that whole process and the interview process, that's that's super encouraging. Hearing another one of my mentees who just started his freshman year of college talk about how um, he just got his first big break to, to do another film and we just kind of have had a conversation of be patient, but still be aggressive and tenacious along the way. When you hear those stories, I have a 19-year-old little brother who hasn't always made the wisest decisions. And a lot of times he's been one of, one of my biggest motivators to be a better man, to understand that my brother now just started his first semester in college and decided to change and and take those steps and, and is now diving into a, a business aspect. And it's been, it's been an ultra blessing because in those situations, there's been so many times where my brother has called me going through distress because he's also a father. I have a two-year-old nephew and life is getting to him. And I'm talking to him, giving him, trying to just pour into him. And he has no idea how many times in those conversations is actually fueling me. He has no idea how many times in those conversations, just me sharing inside and just reminding him of his greatness, how it, I get off, off the phone and it's like I just had a shot of espresso <laughs> because it just kind of got me fueled in. So those are the three main stories that, that come to mind. And, and now that we're on this call and bringing that up, there's a young man that I was supposed to FaceTime on the fifth. For, there's an accountability we were supposed to do that we did not do. And so thankful because I'm not sure how it didn't go off on my calendar. And I'm sorry, I just had a moment just thinking about this. But there is a we we there's a student that I connected with last year and we made a stop doing list. Both of us got on a FaceTime, we wrote out our list. And we're holding each other accountable, grading, grading ourselves. Okay, on a scale of one to five, how do we do on these each five different things that we need to stop doing? And um, I need to get from a call as soon as we get off of here. 
He is so amazing. <laughs> if you need more information about him, you could visit SirAmazing.com and follow Amy Mokele Jr. social media handle SirAmazing. Um, I'm seeing here you won many awards, including awards from Changemakers 30 and under. Uh, you are People speak extensively, workshops, conferences, different type of events. Um, you're, you're very, very driven. If somebody wants to pursue, I mean, they're looking at you now, and whether it's a young man or young woman, and they and their their heart is to really influence others and help others. What are some tips that you could give them to achieve what you? Uh, have achieved or, or to do what you are currently doing? First thing is the why. Write out your why. Why do you want to inspire others? Why do you want to empower others? And I can share right now because the reason why I wrote Everyone Needs to Hear Why Can't It Be You, I talk about this in a dedication. When I shared this story and I gave this breath, this breakdown and this blueprint that anybody could use to unlock their inner hero. My why was, I remember the lows. I remember how low I felt at age 24 years old in March, 2017, freshly off of getting fired from another job. I remember how I felt when I was writing notes in my phone saying, everybody keeps saying be yourself, but I don't even know who I am. I remember how I felt being in high school when I had bad teeth and there was all these different emotions that were going through my mind and my body because I felt like, okay, I'm not as cool as that kid. I'm good at basketball, but I'm not as athletic as him. I'm, I, I, I had all these different voices in my head. And I remember how it felt being 13 years old when a man, mother, and he, I'll grab him on the shoulder and he throws me across the room and I felt so small and so little. I remember the pains that we all endure in life. So my why is to ensure that nobody ever feels that way again. No one ever embodies, embraces, and makes an agreement with the universe on that self-doubt. So if you're looking to help anyone, start with your why. And also understand, because there's a point that you mentioned, accomplishments there's more work to do and he hasn't even started to use me yet and that understanding and appreciation of every single step of this life that we live in it not only will keep us grounded but it also fuels that engine and that fire to appreciate exactly why he's still giving us the opportunity to breathe live and serve so the reason for volunteering or for giving of yourself it cannot be a selfish one it cannot be self-serving because bro i will tell you the truth i mean you look you look up you, you type up on google amy mokende jr you will see the nice pictures nice blogs you see the nice clips of videos on YouTube. So it looks flashy. So somebody may 
look at that and say, wow, this is a way to make myself prominent. This is a way to make myself known. But obviously, you didn't just achieve all that you have achieved overnight just by taking out some pictures and writing some blogs. In fact, you didn't write a blog. It was written about you. Uh, so definitely, it cannot be a selfish thing. It has to be, as you said, the one Because when things doesn't go so good in your own field, because you're dealing with people, people disappoint you. Obviously, I need to go back on my why. Why am I really doing this? And I mean, you just shared a, a brief history of your, your own life, growing up as a child, going on in school. So these are some of your why. And, it was, and, and this caused you to you know, write a book. Everyone needs a hero. Why can't it be you? That's your why. So somebody looking to, you know, to now influence others to be a motivation to others needs to have a, a solid why. Not a selfish why, a solid why to do what you do. As a, as a man, how do you balance your mind, your body, and your, your, your spirit to, to go ahead and to, to touch your lives that you are currently touching? Because there needs to be a balance. I see you're a fit, you're a fit young man. You seem to have it all together in terms of what you want to do. Um, you're very punctual, you're very professional. How do you balance this? And, and how did you come to this place of balance? Uh, and I appreciate your, your words. It makes me think of multiple things. So when you talk about, I want to talk to you the glamour, right? And I think we talked about this when we spoke before. Amazing. It's not about me. My name is Amy Mukendi Jr. It's amazing that we are even connected on this interview right now. Mm, yes. It's, it's amazing that through COVID-19, people are still able to be on a purpose, finding ways to make money, make ends meet, be happy. That's amazing. It's amazing that any of us were ever born. The chances of being that one sperm that gets through is one in a trillion, let alone to connect with the egg through conception. That's what it means to be amazing. And that's what I want people to understand and take away. And when we talk about that term balance, for me, <laughs> Balance can be defined by an individual. Someone asked me, what do I like to do in my spare time? Yeah. Honestly, I like to read. For me, getting up early in the morning some days and, and being able to meditate and plan out the day, that's joyous for me. That is a pleasure for me. In addition to that, I like spending time with my nieces and nephews. You know, just having it. I was able to go see him. Went to see my my nieces and nephew. I think uh, this past, not this Sunday, but the last Sunday beforehand, and having my beautiful niece read to me. That was a pleasure. She was reading Green Eggs and Ham, telling me to be quiet as I was in her classroom. But that was beautiful to me. Um, I, I had the opportunity to go up to Buffalo. I'm back in Atlanta now. I had the opportunity to go up to Buffalo to just wake up one day. I'm, I'm another niece and make breakfast with her was that was that was beautiful for me to have that moment um to be leaving for the airport in the morning and my two-year-old nephew and I, I wake him up so they could drive me off at the airport 
And I'm like, you gonna miss your uncle? And he's like, mm-hmm. Like that moment right there is, that's a part of my balance. That's a part of my motivation because like you said, it's not a, it's not a selfish thing. Sometimes because you, because I have decided to truly fulfill the destiny of what the vision has been put in my head, people can perceive certain things as selfish, but it's like I'm doing these things so that I can really help. And when I fulfill that and feel that completeness, I'm sure that my time on this planet will be over and then it'll be time to go to the next round. Um, so for everybody out there that wants to pursue it, uh, I tell everyone when somebody says, oh my gosh, you wrote a book. Why? No one can tell your story better than you. And you never know who can be inspired by your story. One of the biggest ways that we can connect with people is actually by showing our vulnerabilities, actually showing and sharing something that somebody may not know. It was a bit of a long answer. My apologies. That's okay. I really enjoyed it. As, as, as a man of purpose, you know the name of the podcast is Men of Purpose Talks. As men, how do you, how do you see purpose? What is purpose to you? Mm. so amazing. Purpose? To me, you see the dream, the vision, and you continuously take the actions necessary to make the dream a reality. I am a huge fan of The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. It's my favorite book. And in that book, it talks about a particular situation where Santiago, the main character, who's on search of his personal legend, who's on on a journey to finding his treasure, he meets a young lady. And at this time, he's acquired some good funds, so he's got enough money where he can kind of relax. He doesn't have to go find a treasure. And the alchemist says to him, you could marry her. And for the first year, you'll be in love. But in year two, the universe is going to start to pull at you. Apologies for that. The universe is going to start to pull at you. And you're going to start to resent her. She's going to love you, but you're going to resent her because the universe is going to pull at you saying, you didn't fulfill your purpose. You didn't go get your treasure. So as a long way answer, to me, purpose is, is in alignment with your dream, the visions that you're given, and that intuition that exists, that voice in the head that says there's a little bit more that I can do. That's what I think purpose is. He is a resource to businesses, nonprofits. 
so amazing as a, <laughs> a very influential speaker. He is a broadcaster. He's featured in the national media. Again, for more information on Amy Mokene Jr., visit theamazing.com. Follow him on social media at the amazing. Tell us where can we get your book. Everyone uh, needs a hero. Why can't it be you? Everyone needs a hero. Why can't it be you? It's available on Amazon.com. You can click the link in the bio on my Instagram page. If you text MOTIVATOR in all caps to 21,000, you should get a immediate response. When you get that response, you click that link. You can download my free, free quote ebook, and you also would have the to go to the link where you can purchase Everyone Needs a Hero. Why can't it be you? And uh, thank you again for having me on here. Um, I truly appreciate your support on this journey. I appreciate everything you're doing as far as enlightening people about purpose. I think sometimes in this world and the country that I'm in, purpose gets aligned with so many different materialistic objects and items that don't stimulate or generate the feeling of fulfillment, the feeling of really breaking bread and sharing a moment of experience with someone. We can't put a price on that. We can't put a price on the precious gifts that we've all been given in life, which is our mind, our ambitions, our dreams, that desire that lies within every single one of us. And uh, I truly appreciate your publication for ensuring that people understand the importance of purpose, but uh, in alignment with that, also walking in purpose. Thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate it. The podcast is much better because of your input to it. I, I know that, you know, you're continue to be successful in what you're doing. I like, uh, like the way how you set up your, your stuff. So definitely, I wish you success in your, your documentary. That will be a very, very uh, positive thing for the nation and the nation's men on the whole. So thank you again, my brother. We'll speak with you again. God bless thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us this week. Make sure to visit our website, www.menofpurposett.com where you can subscribe to the show via RSS so you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate your message. Or if you can simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. If you would like to be on the show, send us an email, menofpurpose85 at gmail.com. See you next time.